Two friends caught in this an is epic game of call. phone a podcast to dedicated to friendship, welcome, payphones, to sorry, and social justice. Please leave your message after the tone. What's up, everybody? Welcome to Sorry I Missed Your Call, the podcast that is sixty pounds lighter than the last time you listened to it. Yeah, baby. That's a good Who's, opening line, right? That is, man. We're losing weight. Say that. Garrett has successfully... I lost 30 pounds. And? Mark has all. lost 30 pounds. Feel good about it. So he looks like a Greek god who lives in Florida, and I still look like a giant fat person. So that's, <laughs> that's what 30 pounds will do for you. I look like a almost fat person. Like the time where I almost became fat. That's where I'm, I'm back at that weight. I'm back at like, is, what's he going to do? Is he going to get skinny or is he going to get fat? I don't know. Like, like what's going to happen? You lost 30 pounds before we could become the Husky males. That's, uh... <laughs> <laughs> Have we talked about the Husky males? Yeah, that's... Yes, remember your 19-minute intro to my Freedom podcast? <laughs> it was supposed oh, to be yeah. like two minutes. And he's been 19 minutes spoiling mm. all the in-game <laughs> special <laughs> moments. <laughs> No, sorry. You spoiled all the important things, but you said spoiler alert. Don't I don't want to spoil this just offhand joke that they make that Thor is fat. Anyways, I I read Oh no. A what? The internet. Okay, I was gonna show you this before we start recording, but I'm gonna show you now. Here Uh, here are the books that I got from the library. Yeah, so just so the listeners know, Garrett still goes to the library during this COVID pandemic. Well, they they wrap it up in a bag. You just walk in the lobby and grab it. No one's even there. I don't know. All you right, have so to what's... order it, and they, they bring it in. This is from Ray Bad Bradbury. Maybe you know him as Raymond Bradbury. I don't know. Oh, Author good Bradbury. 451. Its title is probably one of the great titles I've ever heard. Something Wicked This Way Comes. Whoa. That's a good title of a book, right? That sounds like something straight from like a, like, what's that, the unfortunate series of those children that get raised by Unfortunate? (laughs) Unfortunate. (laughs) Is that a A word? A series of unfortunate events. (laughs) That's it. Unfortunate series of the kids that get raised by an uncle. I found a really cool follow on Instagram. It was, um, it's called like Pipes and Pages or something like that. And mm-hmm. it's just a guy who posts a picture of a book with like his pipe right next to it on the table. Every day. Oh, what's he put in the so, pipe? Like tobacco. It's like, not like a, it's like a normal old fashioned tobacco pipe. But it, anyways, so I always read like a, not always, for the last couple of years, I read like a ghostly or like kind of a eerie story for October. So mm-hmm. like first year I did Edgar Allan Poe stuff, and then I did H.P. Lovecraft, and last year I did Dr. Jekyll, Mr. Hyde, and the guy on that Instagram su- suggested that book for October this year, and so I got it. It was on the library. Here's another one I got. Nice. Nations Ru- in Transition, Russia. One of the czars, uh, Peter the Great or Ivan the Great, was almost seven feet tall. Can you believe that? Peter. And I'm now starting to wonder if St. Petersburg is named after Peter the Tsar, not 
not, not Peter, the Apostle Saint. Peter, even though it says St. Peter. I don't know. Hmm. I could Google it, but I'm not going to. Do you want to know a really fun, um, spooky, oh, what's that? Churchill and Orwell, The Fight for Freedom. Dude, how do you read all these books? I don't. What does the librarian? What does the librarian think when, whenever you come up and you get the books? The great thing about books is all you have to do is hold them, and people go, "Man, that's a really well-read guy." Like he, <laughs> he reads a lot. Dude, there is. And I'm ni- like sitting here, a practical illiterate, and you know, this might be one of the cooler uh, covers of a book. The Dakota Winters. The Dakota Winters. And what's that, that cool? About? Isn't that a cool building? Welcome it's, to Book Club uh, with know. Mark and I, Garrett. Yeah, right. Anyways, Mark and Garrett are losing weight, and uh, I'm starting a new diet as of yesterday. I'm calling 66 Days to Flatten the Curve. So, whoa, that's a good. That's also a good title, right? Dude, that's a good like. You should write a diet book during the pandemic. The pandemic <laughs> diet, 66 yeah. Days to Flatten. I don't want to miss this opportunity. You know, and you can be I'm like, just... flatten the. No, I, was, I messed up. I messed up. <laughs> I have to like, I have to go straight to paperback because it's a, it's such a quick, you know, um, turn around. All right, Mark, what do you got for us? Well, you, I was, I was just going to say us? real quick, a really fun, you know, you said you like to read like a, a really nice spooky book or an eerie book. Hey, is my microphone, is it like scratching up against my shirt? No. Okay. A, um, a really good show to watch or it's like a mini series it's called over the garden wall and it's a cartoon and it stars elijah wood and it first is aired it on, on like netflix or what how do i watch it um it was it was produced by or you know published through cartoon network like a few years ago but it is it's it's one of the it, it's a really really good series like check it out like it's it's eerie it's spooky it's like for this time like it's a i don't know how to explain it like you got to watch it man like so did you see that elijah woods (laughs) responded on instagram so the star wars production company post tweet posted on instagram that said did you know that that big evil army or fleet that the emperor called at the end of the ninth star wars this let the last one they just did that was like uh it just had some sort of storyline for where they came from and how you had access to them like a star wars fact right yeah and, and they're like did you know that and he responds back with no how could we have <laughs> i think we've talked about no this one before. mentioned it in the movies it's just yeah. they just showed up one day <laughs> dude Okay, all right. He's like, I was a part of a series that did four hours per movie. Okay, we did the hard work here. Yeah, I know that I wanted to talk about Kanye, but Kanye in the Joe Rogan episode, he talks about Star Wars and he about what the entertainment industry is, and he uses George Lucas's child, Star Wars, and what the entertainment industry has done to it. And, and he describes like, just, he goes, the prequels that everyone hates, everyone hates these prequels. They are way better. He's like, he's like one of the bravest people to say this. He's like, they are way better 
than what Disney just produced the last few years. Like those prequels have more story, more heart, more passion. Like they, they have George Lucas in those stories, but whatever Disney produced, it's, it's terrible. And, and, and he's, what he's explaining is like, it's just the, the, how inauthentic the whole thing was. And so if you listen to the Babylon B podcast, mm-hmm. which I cannot, I cannot support our sister website enough. The Babylon <laughs> Yeah, we are the sister website to the Babylon Bee. <laughs> we don't even have a website yet or an Instagram page. <laughs> we're we're a parody of the Babylon Bee, who is a parody of the Onion. Ours is going to be the Funyun. <laughs> no, we got to think. It has to be a better name than the Funyun. We got to like. Okay, so their introduction to their podcast is like. <clears throat> little sound bites from previous podcasts and it's dave rubin going the last sky or the last skywalker or whatever it's called is the worst star wars and proof that rain johnson well is that his name who anyways the director just didn't like star wars (laughs) (laughs) dave rubin was on babylon b yes all those guys are all on everybody's Elf, yeah. Is Douglas Murray on Babylon B? Oh, I don't know. I'm a, honestly, I just listened to a, an episode with Douglas Murray on it, and of what? Of him and and Brett Weinstein. They're one of their episodes they just did like over the weekend, and it was frustrating. Like it, 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 it was frustrating because of something Douglas Murray was harping on, and he was harping on if only we had something in our culture that was, was calling everyone back to restraint. If only we had something in our culture that was telling everyone, Hey, we're going too far. We need to slow down. We need to restrain ourselves. We need to back things up. We need to fix things like, and he goes on this long rant and I'm like, yeah, it's called the church dude. And for years, well, the church isn't doing that. Well, you can't name what, a church that's doing that. At one John time. MacArthur. <laughs> He's getting COVID while he's doing it, you know? He's just I mean, I sit, in staff meeting, I sit in staff meetings in my church where we're just like, yeah. I mean, you know, it. it the church is ill-prepared to handle a situation like this because it, it has the tinge of morality to it, you know? And it, yeah. Which is an absurd thing to say because it is a completely immoral situation. But I guess maybe you're exactly I'll, right. The church is... The church is who needs to be doing that, but yeah. But I, I, I was a, thinking in terms of retrospect. Like I, I, I was thinking, I thought he was talking about before all this stuff happened, before opportunists took over COVID, and before Antifa took over BLM, and before all that stuff happened. Like there was a, a culture of like, hey, there there should be restraint, and there should be some sort of like, you know. Right. Some not 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 a conservative, but a like, like this, a re, I, I like a re what? I don't I don't know. I'm just okay. I'm just I was frustrated. First of all, I, I'm I am a little frustrated how much time I've spent Uh-oh. podcasting with you, where you've been on your broken cell phone making recordings on your couch, <laughs> about to fall asleep. <laughs> And then all of a sudden I come in here and your wife has a whole podcast studio set up for, for her teaching. 
Like the idea that all this is just sitting here. Mark has the ability. He has a whiteboard behind him. And he has the ability to change the camera thing to where it shows what he's writing down on a sheet of paper. Yep. And this is all just sitting back here. And it never crossed his mind. Well, we haven't recorded in a while. And all this just happened. Like, Anyways, like this is a great August. example of how Mark and Garrett don't know how to stick to an outline. Because we just jumped from the yeah, intro we... to the very last thing Mark wanted to talk about. Which led <laughs> me to like the second thing I wanted to talk about. Okay. The thing about lack of restraint. Here's what I want to talk about today. And I don't know. I forget. I forget where this was pretty big a couple months ago, but we we podcast so infrequently that that something can happen on the news or or something can happen yeah. and we just don't talk about it till it's not even an issue anymore. But I I came to the realization that the whole fat is beautiful movement that's going on in our culture is the grandchild of like the 70s feminists don't shave their legs or their armpits yeah <laughs> movement <laughs> and here's why not that it was in any way right or wrong uh for them to say i don't want to shave my legs it was because it's the idea that how you just naturally are if you don't touch anything if you don't do anything to like kind of better yourself in any real way that's perfect like that's a morally good thing right like i had a, I, when i was in high school i thought it was like a sin to like you know tweeze your eyebrows tweeze between your eyebrows <laughs> like like i thought it was like a sin to like make yourself presentable when you went out for the day yeah, you there know? was like there was at always... some point you have to grow up and go. Actually, it's it's there's nothing wrong with making yourself presentable when you go to work, or there's nothing wrong with doing that um, when you go to hang out with your friends. But that's what that whole idea from the '70s is like. Yeah, I'm not going to go out of my way to make myself presentable for these people just so some man can can like the way I look better, which is not is is neither here nor there on a moral level, but then it's grandchild comes along and it's a bunch of people who are unhealthy and they're going, no, no, it's not unhealthy. It's beautiful. Fat is beautiful. It's a, it doesn't matter if I have a BMI of 3000. I don't know what it'd be. I don't know. How, I don't <laughs> BMI, know <laughs> his BMI level is over 3000. <laughs> of straight A's. He's got straight A's on the. Oh my know. gosh. Anyways, you know what I mean? Does that, you know what I mean? And then, then you are entering into it. And I'm not saying that the whole, I mean, I think, I think anytime people do things just to make a point and, and shame people like the, like, you know, putting fat models on magazines, not because anyone in the magazine thought that was an attractive person, but just to like annoy everybody else. That's annoying to me, but I don't think that's, an immoral thing. I do think it's immoral to be walking around going, no, 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 it's, there's nothing wrong with it. You should, you should live out your days overweight. I think people should go, no, the goal should be not to be anorexic, but something close to, I don't know, Mark, look at Mark, Mark take your shirt off. Show the <laughs> okay. All right. Everyone no. hold, stay, stay back. <laughs> stay back. No, you, do you know what I mean? You know what I'm saying? Well, I, I get what you're saying. It's like, on one level though, like the body, the, the body positive movement 
is good, but the problem that I see is they are shaming others for thinking that the others that they're shaming are shaming them. I I, I think that like, like it's it's, the whole tolerance loop, right? You you got to be intolerant of intolerant people in order to be tolerant. And, and honestly, it's like, Hey, I I don't, I don't care. I don't care what, how, how, what your size is, how big you are, you know, whatever you like, I, it doesn't, it, it doesn't like, I don't see any shame in that until it gets to the point of like um now now we have health problems to deal with now 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 we got diabetes to deal with and if like people don't people don't know this i I don't know if they don't know this about diabetes i didn't know this until like my you know i had someone in my family get it diabetes ruins your organs like it, it it crawls up your body like what what it does is it like starts in your feet and it crawls up your body and like slowly kills each and every single one of your organs like it's not good. and it can result in you having to get like amputations if yeah. it gets bad enough you know what i mean like it's a yeah. And, yeah it's scary and i i like i've you know before the pandemic like a lot of like i was weighing you know 245 at my heaviest i was eating mcdonald's every single day like i'm not oh, joking man. like my life was dude i would look so good if i weighed 245 <laughs> Aren't you like ten pounds away from that? No. Yes, you like are. Sixty pounds away from that. No, dude. Well, you're tall. You got tall weight. Mark, the lightest I've ever been as a grown adult was two twenty one. Nice. You remember how skinny I was when we met? Like that was. I, you look like that. You look that skinny right now. It's because I'm wearing a black shirt. And I I'm got a big a... chair behind me. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I, I find that like. I, I don't know, like, I, I'll say this, like, in this, I don't know, might come off very controversial, like, on the other side, though, like, I find it very attractive that, you know, that women, no matter what their size, no matter what they, um, you know, I, I, I don't know, I, I can't say this for men, I, I don't know what to say this for men, but for women, like, I find it very attractive and very appealing and just very like, man, that like, I, I feel like I feel, I feel good because of their confidence. Like when someone just has really good confidence, like I, it doesn't matter what they look like. It doesn't matter how they sound. It doesn't matter how skinny they are, how big they are. I, there's something about the is like appealing to me. And, and I, I like that part of it, but to the extent of, don't be mad at people when they're not even shaming you number one and number two yeah your health is important like and i don't know why that why is that wrong to say or or why is that a bad thing to say right and yeah that's my point so like my point initially started with i can have an opinion one way or the other whether or not my wife shapes her legs yeah (laughs) i don't care how someone out in the world if they decide they're not going to shave their legs that's not a moral issue in one way or the other nor is it a moral issue to to be overweight but it does say but it does say something to say however i just most naturally am that's just a moral good like that's wrong like that it's not true but it's also what 
Here, here's my point. Go here's on, my go point. On. So, um, you listen to any sort of like business leader talk, or you listen to, you know, Jocko Willenick talk, or all these, anyone, what they will talk about, or Jordan Peterson, what they will talk about is let's figure out where you are in your life, let's figure out what things you got to do, and let's move forward and make yourself better. And when you make yourself better, you will be more successful or you'll be more whatever. But the goal should be take what you are and form it in a way that's better tomorrow than it was yesterday. Right? Like that's just a, but the basic premise behind that is how you naturally are right now is not necessarily a moral good, right? Like it's not necessarily the way you ought to be, you know, like maybe you should, you know, I don't know, tweeze your eyebrows, 16 year old Garrett Huxford, right? Like, like maybe, maybe you should, you know what I mean? Like, and the idea that where whatever you are just naturally is what you should settle for is a way to get people not to accomplish things that they themselves would probably want to accomplish. Right? Like there's a whole, there's a whole fat is beautiful movement going on. But I guarantee you, um, I don't want to be fat. Can you hear me? Yeah. Did, did I did I freeze? No, no. I'm I'm just intently listening. Like, but if you were to t- if you were to turn around and be like, okay, okay you do what? I froze. You just yeah, just like after you asked if you froze, then you froze. <laughs> <laughs> if, but if I if you were to like go to any one of the people who were like, Hey, you know what? It's just really a beautiful thing to be fat. You'd be like, okay, do you want to be 30 pounds heavier than you are? They'd be like, no. Yeah. I see what you're saying. They considered that a step backwards. Yeah. And I, I, again, like, I think it's the wrong language. Like that's being used. Like it's, it's, it's like a, it's you're beautiful. Just, you like like you are beautiful like you are a beautiful person like where you are right now who you are right now and and i think admitting that you have to then say okay i am a beautiful person but there are things about me that are not beautiful and it's not maybe it's not my weight but maybe it starts in my mind first like maybe it's the way i perceive things the way i perceive people the way i you know perceive myself there there's a there there is a distinction with trying to have the confidence feel good um be productive you know because because really like once you feel good once you feel sexy once you you feel that like you are more productive you know like i I, and you perform better there's a better performance that happens when you feel if you want to feel more confident lose 10 pounds yeah you will automatically start you'll it will it'll change the way you walk it'll change the way you think about yourself when you get a glimpse of yourself you go oh wow that's it's a little bit yeah it's a little flatter the, the curve has been flattened a little bit <laughs> what a great pun <laughs> it's a COVID joke i love how i love how we've used it twice now in this whole episode i love it you're yeah, gonna man, hear I- it Every time we podcast, you're going to hear it. You're going to hear an update on 
how my 66 days to flatten the curve is going to is going to go. I'm day two. We have another 64 days. So left. what's the diet? What what consists of the diet? Okay. Intermittent fasting. Okay. Potato chips. <laughs> that is literally what I did today. Intermittent, intermittent biscuits and gravy with it. And <laughs> but that's only intermittent. It's not every day. It's intermittent. It's intermittently. Um, but no, so right. So do you get what I'm saying? I'm I'm not trying to say I, I think people should be confident with who they are and they they should not be like, man, I wish I was more attractive right like they should the moral thing is not to say i wish i looked like a model the moral thing would be how can i make my how can i do the best with what i've been given right they like it's the sort of the christian idea of being a good steward of what you've been given type thing you know like like history making people are going to be who they are like i'm not going to be like the president of the United States, although I'm going to run next time because I'll be, I'll be over 35. But <laughs> are you really going to run? If you run, can I be your wouldn't VP? It be fun? It wouldn't Dude. be fun to see me on a debate stage. Oh my gosh. Just me start. and, um, Dude, you'll be debating. Me and Ted Cruz just, just up there debating. Actually, I'm thinking about, I think I should run as a Democrat. See if I can get the, I've thought about that. I've thought about running it, as a like, Democrat. Just like, hey guys, we actually kind of need two operating parties in this nation. So if we yeah. Can. But okay, so like, if you were to look at your house and go, oh look, it's just we'll just let it be whatever nature says it's going to be. Well, dude, <laughs> you'll get geckos. You'll get geckos in your house, or geckos in your house. So this leads me to. A fun game I want to play with you. Are you ready? Okay, let's play the game. Brian, okay, let me see. It's called, what is that? Open system preferences. Oh, we're going to have to edit this whole section out. Uh-oh. I'm not able to share my screen. This is absurd. Well, while you're getting that game ready, I just, I, I, I want to, I want to clarify, and I don't know if I'm speaking for both of us, but I'm definitely speaking for myself, like, I you really don't like that's what I what I wanted to talk about this. What the whole fat is beautiful thing? Yeah. Oh, now you're frozen. No, it no, I I think it's I like the topic. I I don't mind talking about it. I I you know, I you know, for years I I witnessed my little brother um you know, he he was big. He was big and it it hurt him. It hurt him bad. Like it, it wasn't, it wasn't like a good, it wasn't good to see your little brother like lose confidence every day because he would look at himself in the mirror and, and not like what he see, you know? Right. And it, I, I think it had a lot to do with just how he made decisions and, and the hurt he had to endure or just, I mean, like <clears throat> it, it really stinks, but like he's, he's had, you know, like girls have told him like, Oh, I love you. Love your personality. But like, you're kind of big and it would crush him. And yeah, I, I, mean, I, you know, and yeah, I, and, I grew up fat and I'm, 
and I lost a bunch of weight. And then <laughs> I was a youth pastor and a married person. So I ate like a, a newlywed and a middle schooler for six years and I gained all the weight back. Right? Like, Dude, I know. I got you would I, you would sit there in youth group and I remember girls talking about how how uh unshallow they are because they don't really care about how a person looks. They just you know, all they really care about is yeah. personality and you real you're like, Oh really? Then why are all the hot girls dating all the hot guys? Like why like you know what that's, I mean? Like you, that's exactly it. And then my brother said the exact same thing. He said that one time. It's because women are liars, that's why. Is that, wait, wait, is that what we're here talking about? <laughs> All right. Fat is beautiful and women are liars. <laughs> I uh, I don't know, man. Like I just I I the the there's a message that is 100% correct. And then they just take that message and they like ruin it with yelling at people about, "Well, you're shaming me. Everyone's shaming me." It's like, "What? It's we we need to teach like there there is such value in being confident in who you are 100% like i yeah. think that is such yeah. great value and 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 like what needs to be said next is okay let's just get better like okay you have you have confidence in who you are you, you feel great with who you are what what can you improve on what what can you do you know, and then you look at like, I, I think the most annoying part of the fat is beautiful movement is what happened to Adele. The singer is okay, here's the singer. She loses all this weight and then people get mad at her for losing weight. Oh yeah. That's, that was another thing that, that was another thing that I remember friends telling me was like, well, I wouldn't even really want you to lose weight. Cause you wouldn't be the same guy I know now. It's like, well, I don't know why you're so invested in having a friend that can't get a date. <laughs> like, why are you so invested in me staying fat? Dude, that's a great question. What were their, what was their answer? Like, what would you say back to them or what, like, why did they? I was just like, okay, I guess. And they were like, let's keep playing video games. I, I think know. that's I mean, just being young and being not understanding anything like the, but you, you know, told... that's the thing though. Like, that's the thing where, it seems like a really nice thing to say. And I, and even the sort of idea behind it is a good thing to say. You should feel confident in who you are and you should. But then there's the other thing where Jordan Peterson, I think it's Jordan Peterson who goes, you know, I don't ever tell people they're depressed for uh, inappropriate reasons because maybe they're depressed because they have a perfectly accurate understanding of where their life is. <laughs> you know, they have a they have a real yeah. view of what their life is like and it's not worth and it's a depressing life they have <laughs> it's like yeah. well that's yeah but it's i mean it, it you should be able to think in both in both different areas you know what i mean but it's it's one of those it's one of those things it's kind of it goes throughout our society like that one of the ideas that you know sort of permeates our thinking is this that some philosopher from back in the day came up with the idea of the noble savage, which is humans were just good. They were just naturally good beings. And then society broke them as they, at like, you know, 
when they were just hunter gatherers or, or part of just a little tribe somewhere, they were fine. They were just a good, noble, peaceful, wonderful people. And then once they came part of a city or part of a, a nation state, then they, they got broken by the brutal system. It's like, well, actually humans are violent. They've always been violent. They've always warred with each other. They've always killed each other. They've always been very bad. And what we've had to do as a human race is try to figure out how to be better. <laughs> it's yeah. like, it, it, but it's one view of the world versus another. And like that, the whole idea of, of like, you know, socialism, like the idea that humans, the term is human perfectibility. Like if we just get the systems right, we'll all just be good people. It's like, no, that doesn't, no, it doesn't work. <laughs> We're bad people. Okay, I can't sc- share my screen. I don't know what to do about it, but there's, have you ever Googled the words before and after feminism? No. You've not? Okay. You, I don't Google. <laughs> so, <laughs> okay. You have to look, you have to Google those words and just see the images and okay. see these pictures of these nice and pleasant and, and sometimes pretty girls who, who go to liberal arts college. All right. So what do I type in? <laughs> Before and after feminism. Oh. <laughs> do you see these pictures? can't spell feminist (laughs) (laughs) dude i like we should just get canceled we should just get canceled before and are you on google right now can you share your screen i don't know hit the little uh it's the green thing down the bottom oh man i see this now yeah (laughs) to share your screen (laughs) How do I share the screen? It's a little green. I, the green. I'm actually using two screens. That's the other <laughs> oh, part. The, I oh have two screens goodness. in here. Dude, How you do have I have a whole command center? Okay. Anyways, it does, so look. It's hard to look at. It's hard to look at what, like, whatever, whatever ideology got in these people's heads. It's hard to see. It's hard to look at what it has done to the outside of it. Well, okay. Have you seen... Whatever's going on on the inside has transformed the outside. Kind of like Beauty and the Beast. You know how the beginning of Beauty and the Beast, there's this really attractive prince who's got a beastly inside and he interacts with an ugly enchantress who's actually attractive on the inside. Mm. And then he, he rejects her. And so she curses him to where his outside will match his inside. He turns into the beast right yeah it almost feels like that's what's happening with these these pictures of these girls who just this picture is insane it's this it's the one with pretty looking girl and then the next picture is her with like a black x across her chest and a bunch of star tattoos on her face and a bald head yeah that's the one i'm looking it's the most dramatic looking one yeah yeah it's i'm a a father of a daughter like i don't (laughs) yeah yeah i don't i don't hey who's the interact with the whatever ideology these people are interacting with i don't want to blow who's the what i don't want to blow up his spot but he's like the middle school pastor guru from saddleback or oh uh 
Kurt Johnson. Johnson. Yeah, so I'm, I met, I met, I met Kurt. Oh, dude. So I met Kurt and, and I met him for the first time. And I was talking with uh, the guys from Download Youth Ministry. And I just told one of them, um, I just told one of them, I just started stand up. It was like, it was like our first, it was like our first two or three months in a stand up. And then the inevitable, I was such an idiot. And, and Kurt was there and he, um, he's like, Oh, you do stand up. Let's hear a joke. And so I tell him my, I tell him my black lives matter joke. (laughs) (laughs) Did he laugh? Dude, they like, they were in shock. Like they were, they were just in shock that like a white guy would talk about race. Like they were oh, just because they're from the West. They don't understand. Yeah. They were just shocked that like this yeah, kid from Florida, you know, as you know, nailed it on the head. It's like, okay, yeah, it's, we don't have to say African-American anymore. And they're like, oh, <laughs> like they were laughing. They were laughing, but they were like in shock. Like, why would you say that? I'm like, I don't know because I've been wondering my whole life and now I know. Have and you? I don't know. Have you? But, uh, right. but Kurt, what I was getting at is I sat in one of his classes and he, he, um, <laughs> he, he's like, he's talking about youth group kids and he's like, and your goal is to like not let your kid turn out like this. And he like, he has one of these pictures of like a blue haired girl tattoos on her face. And we all, was, you know, he said it in a joking way. Like, we all kind of know, like, obviously, it's not the end of the world if your kid dyes their hair and has a face tattoo. Like, it, and there's, like, one discipleship pastor who's a lady who's, like, <laughs> just sitting in the crowd looks just like that. And you're like, oh, great. Well, no, the best part was, like, we all start laughing. And then he says, and that's a picture of my daughter. And then the whole room went silent. <laughs> the whole room was like, oh, crap. We were just laughing at this dude's daughter. And he goes, nah. And he goes, nah, I'm just joking. <laughs> nah, I'm just joking. And then everyone started dying laughing. And I was like, man, screw this guy. Man, I just, it's so mean to all of us. But did, have you have you seen um, Game of Thrones? No. Okay. So if you can get past all the pornography... Oh, there's okay, uh, next, next. Yeah, it's super easy to get past it. Just wh- you know, just whiz on past that stuff. It's really and good because my wife and I we watch TV shows together, so we'll both we'll both be able to get through that equally well. Yeah, just it's fine. And so there's a there's a um, I don't know what season it is, but there's a season where this religion takes over the kingdom, right? This this religion philosophy takes over and they they actually have some political and what you what ends up happening is you you see one of the um family members of the royal family join this religion and when he joins the religion he turns into that girl like he shaves his head he gets a tattoo on his head he dresses weird now and it's very like you know it's 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 a great visual for the toxicity of things that you're taught and, and, and the toxicity of, of what comes out of you. And, and George R. R. Martin is probably saying all religion is like this, right? This is what, you know, yeah, that's what he's saying. true. There are some, there are certain thought processes that does <laughs> it, right. There, there, 
there are certain thought processes that um or religions that would cause you to to do that and certain and, ones that would not cause you and, to do that right and to be fair i i i think the christian religion or certain cultures of christian religion do the same thing you know you look like i'll be honest like dude the stereotypical youth pastor look like that's a stereotype like that's a real like plaid shirt nice cut hair right you know it's a real stereotype and and well and, that's, and now that's because youth pastors are part of some other religion it's not no, you're not, not actual wrong. christians yeah. <laughs> is that why you asked me if i'm still a christian you're like are you still a christian <laughs> yeah i just had this i just had this realization that now Mark's like letting his hair grow out and he's starting to look like all this raggedy. And I'm like, oh, he's, he's looking at himself as the right, the after feminism version of Mark I, I will say this, man, and I'm not joking. And I actually, next time I get on, like next time I do comedy, I do, I do want to say this line, like I've been growing my hair out and the longer my hair has been getting, I care about the environment more. Like a year ago, I didn't care about littering. Now I'm picking up all the trash. And my hair is beautiful. <laughs> you know, like, actually, I did care about littering. I hate littering. But so, but yeah, no, I think that's exactly right. Because it seems like, I mean, you know, there's a lot of people coming out right now. A lot of people coming out saying, whatever this critical theory, woke or whatever, there's a lot of people saying it operates just like a religion. And yes, it, it creates converts and, and adherence just like a religion would you know yeah which brings me to my next portion of the game okay because if okay. you look at these if you look at these pictures of these girls i mean i don't i mean obviously you know oh gosh this, okay it it's it's i don't know who would look at these two pictures and be like yeah objectively something went right between the left and the right <laughs> There's a picture of Emma Stone wearing a white nice dress, and then the next the next to her is her wearing like a Steve Jobs turtleneck. Yeah, that's. <laughs> Dude, I, Don't let this from, happen to you. Are we cut from the same? It actually that looks gonna, more conservative in this in the right in the right yeah, picture. In the Steve Jobs look, like like she looks like she's a nun in the Steve Jobs look, and that, well, that's another great ex- <laughs> Dude, like. Is that is was that the game that you were gonna play with me? Is scroll down and, and look at Emma Stone? No, but okay. The next one is Google Portland mugshots. Oh, I did see this. I saw these this people bro- who are rioting in Portland. They're yeah, every it's sad, single man. one of them look mentally insane. They well, look. I mean, I guess they're all on their worst day of their life right now, but. I mean, some of these pictures are just absurd. Where's this one with the, you know, all these face tattoo people up here? Like, this is just, there is something going on. In the, actually, these, these mug shots, dude, this guy, whoa. What's funny is, is that a guy or a girl? The guy with the glasses? No, the guy with like, it's like a goatee tattooed on its face with dots on its chin. Scroll down some. I'll say this though. I I think it's important to to bring this up. Look look up the men the the men who wanted to assassinate the Michigan um governor. Very like 
they don't look that much different. Like it's they might That's not the worst have... Google ever. Am I, you want me to type the? I don't know. Whole I'm not thing. a. I'm not a Google guy, dude. Wanted like... to assassinate the it's Michigan such... man. This is such a great podcast. <laughs> great audio. We got keyboard. <laughs> us sipping on water. You showing us books. No one can see the books. Oh my gosh. Oh, dude, these guys. I will are say awesome. this though. There's a lot of. Yeah, and and they look. It, it's I I think there's something. You know, I I saw the pictures of the guys that got arrested for that attempt, and and like, and I the when I saw it, I was like the first thing that I said to myself was like, oh, they look a lot like the 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 Portland Rider arrest photos I saw. Like it's very similar. Yeah, and it's it's a group <laughs> right and, and when i look at these portland mugshots and i just see all these tattoos on people's faces and i oh my goodness look at this i i think to myself maybe just brushing aside that command in the old testament to not get tattoos <laughs> maybe the old testament was on to something you know what i mean like <laughs> And yeah. I'm rethinking polyester myself, right? Like, I'm just like, this is, oh my goodness. These, and like, I, I, like, there's something going on with these people who are, who, who are, are, are doing <laughs> the Portland riots, yeah. which is going on something like five months straight over a hundred days or something like that. It's well, they had a break. Crazy. It's, it, they, oh, they had, they had a break, fall break. Did they go on fall break? <laughs> They all went and got their pumpkin spice lattes, and then they came back for the freaking banners. You know, like we're gonna, we're gonna, we're gonna win. All right, all right. Yeah, man. I don't know. I, so that's a fun thing to talk about. You think you don't think that's a fun thing to talk about? I mean, I I'm having fun. I, mean, I think having... that's a pretty good connection that I made. That you have. The fat is beautiful. Where'd that come from? It came from the idea the idea of you don't have to make do, do any actual physical things to make yourself better, like you no know, shaving your legs and stuff like that. And then it doesn't stop there. It goes below that to the Portland Rioters. That mm. was a good chain of connections there, Mark. I guarantee like a, a lot. That's like the podcast you listen to about conspiracy theorists. I'm looking at all these people these mug shots and i guarantee none of them have shaved their legs in a long time dude i bet you they have not i wish i could like, share i wish we were looking at the same pictures at the same time so we know what we're talking about but these i wish that crazy looking i wish that once they take your mug shot they then like okay now we got to take a picture of your legs too you know like <laughs> oh i'll be yeah and and to be fair i i will say this to be fair like anyone that stands in front of a camera at a precinct to be booked you're like you are going to look crazy like you, you you there's you're not going to look good like it's not yeah. like it's there's not, like there's only real. one good mugshot in the history of the world and it became like a a meme it was like this guy is setting unreal unrealistic expectations for other the, criminals the dude with the, <laughs> the eyes just a really it was like a really attractive yeah. guy who like i know a, who you're talking about shaved head is <laughs> Every yeah. other mugshot's just terrible. Yeah, Frank Sinatra's mugshot was pretty good. And I, and I, and I think you know, you got to remember. Like, I bet you, 
I, I want to be very conservative here and say maybe 50, 50% of these Portland Rider mugshots are like, I'm not saying what they did was okay. I'm, I'm not, that is, I, I, think, I think the riders and these opportunists, and I, I think what they have done is disgusting. I, I think they have destroyed a, a, a message that, that, that needs to be explained and it, and it needs to be said in, in, a, in a way that like everyone is, okay, we, there are problems that need to be fixed. And these, these people have ruined it. They have ruined that message and it, it, it is terrible. And I, I think maybe 50% of these, these people that got arrested are like, it probably is their, their first night there. They're like, let's go, let's support, let's be a part of it. And they just got caught up. Like they got caught up in the bomb. They got caught up in the storm. And you, you see some of them are smiling, but then some of them, they have like a, a look of like real dread on their face. They're like, wow, I messed up. I just messed up. And that's what they look like. And it's hard to see. Have you man. heard it's... about? Have you heard about the like the Google sheet that said if you're in if you're riding in such and such a city, here are the lawyers who are willing to do your your law work pro bono because people are donating to it and they're like, oh yeah, wow, they're funded. I didn't I didn't know that. I've heard I've even heard people say the police know this person. He was a he's from Portland. They just get shipped to different cities to go protest. <laughs> Oh, I, yeah, man. I don't know. I saw a video of this woman bringing up a U-Haul full of stuff and innocent things, but some of the stuff they're pulling out of the U-Haul were things that wouldn't, you know, and, and you know, I don't know. Like they just, it's like, it's like they're inciting a riot, you know, like they're, they're showing up to a protest and like, Hey, we have stuff in here for you to like go break stuff. Go go break yeah, glass with this. Go, the go riots are crazy, right? Yeah, it, and, yeah. It's it's a weird it's a weird situation we've got here. And um, I I don't know. Leads man, like, me, which leads us to. Oh, by the way, I want to just I want to put a button on this real quick. I don't care if you shave your legs. That's not my point. My point's not whether or not it's right to shave your legs. My point that all I was trying to make was letting letting things go untouched does not make them better i guess even even like wildlife you know unless you're samson yeah then your hair face (laughs) whatever okay that's this brings us to the segment of this is the first topic we'd like to talk about tonight (laughs) yeah this was supposed to be our first topic Mark's experience voting early in a swing state, no, mind you. Okay. So I, so I, I get off of work and I, and I, and I go to my precinct. Apparently you don't have to go to your precinct during early voting. I don't know that. I just decided to go to the one, this is my precinct, right? So I go to that one. Cause that's what real Americans do. It's like three thirty ish. And there's, um, there's uh I, I start seeing like oh there's only like two cars in front of me turning into this place no big deal and then i start noticing oh there's like there's 20 cars behind me now all turning 
and they're and we're all doing the same thing so i'm like wow i'm going to the early voting rush the early voting monday rush that's what i'm going to and i get there there's a lot of people and really the it's it's kind of seamless you know it's it's very well organized it was very well done you didn't really have to wait for anything um i will say this though it's the pandemic why you got people holding the doors just put a door stopper there we don't need people holding the doors being two feet away from you we don't need that we're supposed to stand six feet apart put a door stopper we don't need some guy who obviously doesn't care about coronavirus standing holding the door that you have to walk through i i it, it is irresponsible number two i get there and there's like this there's this old guy very tall old guy and you know how like like tall old guys like you know they're tall when they're sitting down just by how long their legs are from like underneath the table you know what i'm saying like you could just you're walking up you see this guy sitting he has a computer in front of him and he's a he's a tall old guy and he's like but he's slouching over like he's like some like it's like it's like he was like a like a character out of like a, a movie where he's like in charge of a like all the like he's like the bank teller and he is like very begrudgingly towards me coming to get my money he's like okay i'll get you your bank account info and like he's just like very like nasty to me just for even being there like he doesn't like the fact that i'm standing in front of him and he does probably he, he does probably the smartest thing i saw during this whole pandemic i've seen like i have a theory that every single corporation out there every single establishment every single walgreens walmart target Publix, anything you go into they're doing half measures none of this none of the things that they are implementing will do anything will do anything at all to help stop the spread right like 66 walmart. days 66 days to stop the spread <laughs> 66 days to stop the spread to flatten the curve right flatten the curve and so don't I, want to I, overwhelm yeah and so i i already have this mentality walking in i'm like okay i'm gonna walk into a place i've already been inside of walgreens where instead of touching the little thing where i sign my name to order my stuff after my card they wanted me to put my hand in a box of q-tips and i grab a q-tip to like press the buttons on the keypad i told the lady i said ma'am I don't think this is helping everyone's grabbing from the same box of q-tips i'm just gonna use my finger and then use hand sanitizer you know like it's in you know what like walmart they have they have okay they have two giant entrances at walmart COVID 19 happens thought, like, but just listen you gotta listen this is still your experience voting story yes <laughs> okay i'm listening they got all these doors open and they said you know what instead of everyone you know keeping their distance why don't we just shut down all doors but one door and make everyone funnel through that one door even the people leaving and the walmarts in my town were doing that you know like and and i'm walking into this place knowing that's what this is i'm walking oh into, that's right because they want to count who's coming and going yeah yeah so i'm walking into this place realizing okay they're all they're all going to be crazy about coronavirus but all their measures to take care of it mean nothing, right? You know, it's, it's not going to do nothing. 
you know, we're, it's, it's not good. And so I'm, I'm already walking in there and this guy, he does the best thing I've seen. This is the best thing I've ever seen. He, he goes, okay, I need your license. And I hand him my license. And when I hand him my license, he lifts up a clothespin, a little wooden clothespin <laughs> to grab my license with. And I was like, yeah, this guy gets it. This guy is actually doing something that <laughs> is probably like it's, it's corporation is done. It's better than what anyone has come up with to, to have a, to have some type of solution for this problem. And it's just grabbing something with a clothespin. I'm like, yeah. But then he licked your have... driver's license. <laughs> and he stared at me begrudgingly. And so, but then, but then like right after that, he, he points me to a bucket of Q-tips to pick up the Q-tip and sign my name with the Q-tip on this digital board. And I go, I go, okay, I'll, I'll play this game one more time. And so I pick up the Q-tip and it, it's a little bit better. They're long wooden Q-tips and you know, they're a little bit spread out. So I pick up the Q-tip and I sign my name and he looks at my signature and I'm, and he's holding up my license. Like he hasn't him, he's holding my license up to me. He, I write down the signature. He turns the license around and he goes, can you make your signature more like the one on your license? And not with a Q-tip, I can't. The truth is, I, yeah, well, not, not just that, but my signature is just scribbling. <laughs> like, it's just M and then <laughs> scribbles. Right. And, like, I don't want to explain that to him. So I'm like, okay, I'll try a second. I get a second Q-tip. Can I, can you, and I can do you it turn again, it around and to me, worse. please? <laughs> yeah, and it's worse. And I'm like, oh, my gosh, I'm not doing this for a third time. And I said, sir this is the best I got. I'm not going to go put my hand in this. Oh, I think we're frozen. Yep. I think we froze. Anyway. And so the third time. I heard you saying, I you think know, we're or, frozen. So. Oh, I was just, you know, he, he hands me the, you know, the license and he's like, can you do it again? I'm like, look, this is the best I got. I'm not going to put my hand in this bucket of Q-tips for a third time. This is coronavirus, man. And he goes, I get that. And then I move on, right? And so he hands me this receipt. And the receipt, I, I, I can't, I, I'm not going to give you the, what the numbers on this receipt were. I'm just going to make up the numbers, right? So there's, there's two numbers on this receipt. The first number is 207. And the second number is 207.1. And on the, on the first number, it says ballot 207. Second number, it says precinct 207.1. And I, um, I don't really think anything of it. I walk up to go get my ballot and they hand me the ballot and they say, uh, and then they hand me two ballots, ballot A, ballot B. Both ballots, both ballot A and ballot B have 207 on them on the right hand right? And I look at that and they say, all right, you need to signature your receipt, verifying that these numbers match these numbers. And I say, okay, this number where, where it says ballot, it matches the ballot 207. But what's the second number 207.1? What's the point one? And the lady goes, I don't know what that is. 
And then I said, well, I can't sign anything now. I can't give you my signature because I can't verify this. Like I can't verify what this number because you just told me you don't know what it is. Or did you freeze again? No. This is why you think they're cheating? So, yeah, this is why I think something is going on. And so I asked them again. I asked the lady next to her. I said, hey, what's this point one? And she goes, yeah, we don't know. We don't know what this is. Oh, no. And I said, oh. And, I said, oh. and, and then I go, does, that, does anyone know? And this guy, because my mentality is this. It's I have two pieces of paper that have 207 on them. Both, they're separate sheets. But that's not the real number. You gave us a false number, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not giving you the number. Because I, I don't know, because what, what I'm about to say next is I, I have... We're going to find a big box of beautiful ballots. All I'm saying, Trump. There's Just jump, jumped off in a ditch. Dude, Every are, one man. of them saying Trump. And so, like... So then this guy, this, this guy's behind them and he turns around, he, he hears what's going on and he says, Hey, I think that, that 207.1, that's just, that's our precinct. Like, I, I think it has something to do with our precinct, but I don't know. And I, and I tell him, I was like, dude, I think you're right. But you just said to me that you don't know. And she said, she doesn't know. And this lady said, she doesn't know. So why are you asking me to sign and initial my receipt, verifying that these numbers match when they clearly don't? And then I said, look, I'm just, and I go to reach for my phone. <laughs> I go to reach for my phone and I pull my phone out and I say, I'm just going to take a picture. And they freak out. <laughs> <laughs> They're like, no, 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 no. Like, I, it's like, it's like, I, I, it's like I pulled out like a pistol and I was like, right. like in a saloon, you know, like, <laughs> and they're ready. Raising a like, row in the house. Like, dude. Man. And so the, were and you then, like. Yeah. And so like, so these three people start yelling. Everyone kind of stops looking at me. Like, like everyone stops. Cause like three adults all started screaming at the exact same time saying, no, 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 no. You can't do that. That's illegal. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like. You know, and I'm, I'm thinking to myself, oh They're, my gosh. Put like, the phone down. Yeah, like, am I about to get arrested because three adults who are volunteering for this thing can't answer a simple question? Like, it's just, it, and I'm okay. I'm okay with any answer they would have given me. They could have said, oh, that's number because, because you're the point one uh, person who just got a, a receipt printed. You're the first one in the hour that got a receipt printed. The next person is going to be a point two. The third person is going to be a point four or whatever. <laughs> and, I, and I'm just like, you really like, sounds legit. I, I would have taken any answer, any answer, any answer they would have said. I would have said, okay, sure enough. I, I believe you. I, I believe these people, but they said they don't know. And so the lady, I, I'm very frustrated at this point because they all just yelled at me and they all said, no, you can't do that. That's illegal. And I'm thinking, why can't I take a picture of the receipt that they just handed me to get my ballot? That this is it's, it's not the ballot. This, it's just a receipt. It's not the ballot. I don't even. I don't even have the ballots in my hand. The ballots are on the table. I'm just. I have the receipt in my hand. I said, I want to take a picture of this receipt. That's all. Yeah. I, not to mention, everyone takes a picture of their ballot. Everyone does to show their friend. Yeah. 
that you wrote them in to be like a judge or something like that. Like everyone yeah. takes a picture of their palette. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, and you so do it I'm thinking cubicles so no one can see, but yeah. And so I'm thinking to myself, like, like, like how, how, how is it that I just got off of work? I come here to early vote and I might get arrested for asking a question <laughs> just for asking, what does this number mean? Like, how am I in this position? And then the lady. Dude, so that reminds, like, so the, the well, 30 for 30 story uh, on ESPN is a documentary about um, SMU, Southern Methodist University in Texas, how they got the, like, how they got, like, the death penalty. Anyways, so one of the, so they got in trouble for paying players to pay, play football for them. <laughs> and, oh, yeah. And, like, an, on a television interview, the president of the university who paid a kid sent a kid a check in an envelope to his house to um have him come to smu he gets asked maybe it wasn't the president maybe it was like the head of the athletic commission i don't know what it was but and they say they pull out an envelope with his handwriting and go is this your handwriting he looks at it and goes oh no 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 that's not mine no, 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 see, see, I write, I write this differently, or whatever. But everyone watching knew, yeah, that's his handwriting. Like everyone knew. But later, some the guy who interviewed him goes, yeah, all he had to do was say, yeah, I sent him a letter, and we would have, would have had nothing. <laughs> we would have, yeah. we would have known anything. But because yeah. he responded that way, everyone knew. Oh. He's hiding. Yeah. He's hiding something. So yeah. Yeah. And so and so I, I I'm. Oh. I'm so I'm at Florida the point man. To where, yeah, I, yeah, yeah, I'm about to become a Florida man story, and I look like the most stereotypical Florida man right now, like without any. Did tattoos. you hear Obama said about Florida man? But oh, what did he say? Even Florida he, man. Even Florida wanted... man was smarter than the average Trump voter. <laughs> <laughs> Something weird like that. Like even Florida even, man wouldn't do that. <laughs> yeah, even, I'm like, dude, I don't even think Florida man knows what's going on right now. Florida man's like. Anyway, but so the lady does the most. I applaud her for this because it's the only tool in her arsenal at this point with me. It's she pulls out a grenade. She's like, I got my thumb on the pin. I just I got. Well, she, she, she does it, and and I, I'm clearly frustrated, and 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 she she thinks I'm coming off as condescending, and I and I and I'm not. I, I'm really just coming off as like. Why can't anyone answer this question? I'm not going to sign anything until people can give me a straight answer. I'm sorry. And then she looks at me after they just yelled at me. And I was like, look, I'm not signing anything until someone answers this question. And she goes, well, you can go talk to voters assistants. And they're right over there. And you know, like, you know, like in all those movies where it's like they point at like the B team where it's like the guy who's like playing with like a deflated basketball and there, you know, and there's like a kid who has like a jump rope, but it's like, you know, it's like tied in knots and, 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 and I'm just sick. And that's what they point me to. They point me to the B team of the volunteer crew of vote and it's voters assistance. And I'm like, this is unbelievable. And now I'll go stand in another line. And the line is like, everyone's keeping their six feet apart. It's all six feet apart. And this woman, like, she's, I, I see this woman, the whole, there's this, there's this person who's like lurking in, like, she, she, she was lurking in when I was having my first conversation with the, with the first three people. 
And then she walked over and started lurking when I started hanging out in voters assist. And I was like, why is this, why is this like other, this, this, this fourth person, like keeping eyes on me. I start noticing her and I, she's an, she was an angel, this person, because Real life angel. I'm, oh, she had to have been because I'm standing there in line <laughs> thinking like, this is insane. I'm just going to walk out. I'm just going to walk out and I don't care if they chase me. I've got this receipt in my hand. I'm leaving and I'm calling the news. I'm over this crap. I'm, I'm done. Like I, I, I think something is going on here. And she's like, <laughs> she's like, she's, she's not saying a word. And I'm looking at this lady. I'm like, why isn't this woman helping anyone? Like she hasn't talked to anyone. She's not, there's like three other people in front of me that she's in the, she's not helping. And I'm like, what's going on? And then there's like this boss lady and this boss lady is like walking around, like saying, all right, do this. And like, and ev everything's like working, like everywhere she walks, everyone, everything's getting done. And so my guardian angel walks up to her and says, Hey, that gentleman right there, he has a very simple question. Very simple. And I go, I do have a simple question. <laughs> At least it seems I'm, to be. <laughs> yeah. And I, and I, and I, I hold up the receipt. And I said, what is this point one? And the lady gets right into my face and she's like having a hard time with her mask. She takes her mask off. She just takes it off and talks like, we're like, we're like face to face. We're face to face. She takes her mask off and she's like, oh, that's just a precinct number. And I go, oh, that's it. That's all what this point one means. And she goes, yeah. And I'm like, perfect. I'll sign it now. I'll sign it right now. And so I, I go back to the table to get my ballot and I was happy with that answer. In fact, that answer corroborated with the guy who said, that's probably the precinct number, but I don't know. I can't verify. <laughs> right. If he, if he would have just said, that's probably the precinct number, I would have been fine. I would have been perfect. So I get up there and this is, this is the part that like drove me crazy. This is the worst of it all. So I say, okay. Well, I hope so, because the rest of it doesn't seem that bad so far. If that's, if that's what you're getting upset about. So, <laughs> this is a perfect example of why Mark should not be listening to all the conspiracy theories podcasts that, <laughs> that he listens yeah. to. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I what is say, this point one? I will say part of my brain was thinking, I think they're cheating. I think someone, I don't, Republican or Democrats, it doesn't matter who it is. Someone here is cheating. They're, they're using this system and I'm, I'm the one who's going to find it. I, I just, <laughs> I just caught them. Right. And, so, and like, that's part of my mind. Like that's in my mind and I know it's stupid. I know it's not real, but like I get up, I get back to go get my ballot. I hand them the receipt. I say, all right, I got my questions answered. I got it all answered. And I go, but I'm going to initial to the number that says 207.1. I'm going to initial my initials right there. And the lady goes, no, you can't do that. You can't initial there. And I go, why I not? Why do you want to initial there? Just to, just, to, just to prove a point. Just be like, I think there's something fishy with this point one number. I'm going to initial next to it. <laughs> and she goes, you can't initial there. And I go, fine. I'll initial down by my name. And I initial my name and she goes, you can't initial there either. I'm like, well, I just did. And she goes, you need to initial up here at this, at the first number. And I said, I'm not doing that. I'm not doing that. I am not initialing next to the number that 
for no reason. There's no reason I need to initial next to that number. You Why? Three Wait, can't. I'm, I'm confused. Why are you? I don't, what is this initialing business? What are you talking about? You're, you're supposed to initial your receipt to verify that the numbers on your receipt match the numbers on your ballot. Oh, which is why you freaked out because it didn't technically not match. Yeah, it didn't match. It, I, I'm sorry, it didn't match. How are and you the 0.1 precinct? I don't know. I don't understand. I don't. I don't know voting laws. I mean, it's not laws. like you're Miami. I mean, Tallahassee. You'd think they'd be number one, or Miami because they're like the big. But where you are is not like. You would yeah. Be so I just. Or something. I, so I, I initialed down at the bottom of the receipt next to my name and they didn't like that. And I said, you know what? I'm just gonna, I'm gonna settle it here. I'm gonna initial at the 207.1 and I'm gonna do it and you're gonna hand me my ballot. And they go, okay, sure. And, I, and, I'm, and I'm thinking to myself like, why would they tell me on the receipt where am I supposed to initial? They didn't say that to begin with. That was never a thing. That was never. But why oh, didn't you, you tell must... them where you were going to initial? Why didn't you just initial where you wanted to initial? Because I, I started to initial there and they said, you can't do that. I didn't announce it. I just started to. And they're like, oh, you can't do that. And I was like, voter suppression. Well, then I get my ballot and I go to a little cubicle and the cubicle stand is like wobbling the entire time. It's wobbling. I'm trying to circle in, you know, like I'm like doing some like SAT circling the answer and the whole entire time it's like wobbling. Like I was, you know, like, like a, you know, like a house of cards. Yeah. Like a house of cards. And I literally was thinking, I was like, man, I'm living in the matrix and I'm witnessing everything collapsing right now in front of me. <laughs> and it's happening here at my local precinct where everyone's cheating and i'm just point one incidentally yeah (laughs) and like i fill it out and i go submit it and i go do you want a sticker and i go i don't want a sticker at all what that's why you vote no i'm done with that crap i am done with like i am i am not supporting any voting like i am not supporting (laughs) like I'm not I, from what, like, this is miserable. This was terrible. It's, it, it is not a good system. It's not like if any, if there's any system where it is easily to cheat, it's that system. Well, depending on which way you vote, half, half the nation would be glad that you're not in support of voting anymore. Yeah, I know. Because if you don't vote, someone else wins. And I guess, I guess I was spoiled at Richmond Hill when I lived in Georgia because anytime I voted up there, it was awesome. It was so awesome. It was great. But this place so, was miserable, man. Well, there it is, America. <laughs> yep, that's, that's our story. podcast. <laughs> uh, I want to hear from you. What do you think? What's your Was Mark the victim of voter suppression <laughs> or cheating? I think, I think no one can answer my question. Uh, we get it. We understand there was a, there was a question you, no one could answer. We get that. My wife thinks I'm insane. She goes, well, who cares that it was a point one? I'm like, Janelle, they didn't match. It doesn't they, match. 
if the it thing is match. you have to say it matches aside from the point one, then that makes sense, right? Yeah. Like what they should say is, hey, these two numbers are supposed to match. This point one here just says it's the precinct, which because 270 and then 270.1 are not the same number. They're not. You are right about that, Mark. They, they are a different number. So for you to initial that they are the same number is to say essentially what Orwell writes in 1984 <laughs> that the party makes you say two plus two equals five. Yeah, yeah, you, that's it. You just withstood Big Brother torturing you and, and shouting at you in public, in public, mind you. Man, as I think about this America, Mark is coming off as more and more heroic in my mind. I appreciate that, man. That's how I felt. Mark was the victim of voter suppression. And Mark's wife, not going to say her name, has like a whole podcasting <laughs> station. He's, she's not been sharing with Mark this whole time. <laughs> she has a podcast? No, but she's a teacher, so she has a whole like online teaching teaching thing. Well, there's my wife ruining the end of the show. Did As she get her any, usual agreement? <laughs> any sewing supplies? Do you need sewing supplies? Is that, oh, did, was there anything about Kanye you wanted to say before we go? What? Okay. Now we, yeah, we can talk way. about Kanye another time. I, I do want to say this though about the, um, the fat is, is beautiful movement, just full circle. You know, that, that same weekend where I met that Kirk guy from California, the CEO mm -hmm. of Lifeway or one of the leaders of Lifeway, um, he he did like a, a message at that conference. And his message was like talking to youth pastors specifically about their weight. And, hmm. and, and it was, um, and he said, he goes, you know, I'm going to get a lot of hate for this. And a lot of people are going to be mad at me for this. And he's like a super like, he's a stud, dude. He's like a high school quarterback, super muscular, like, great face great smile great you, you know he pretty much looks like what i look like with this filter on and uh, <laughs> <laughs> great head of hair and he just was like he was just he, he he just talked about your example like this is like the way you live your life is an example to people looking up to you like they they want to be you they they, they want to do the things you're doing and like I don't know, man. I, I think in a lot of ways he uh he I, I think he 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 felt like restraint, you know, like he, he, he felt like he was too afraid to say what he really wanted to say. And and I I went up to him I was with my friend Keith and Keith is like uh he's like a heavy lifter champion you know like he loves lifting like that's his whole life is like weightlifting and he wanted to go talk to him so we went up and talked to him and i was um i was just asking him like if he was you know if anyone is getting mad at him for bringing this stuff up and this is like four years ago maybe five years ago now and yeah 
And he yeah, was saying it was like before, like when you and I were in youth, it was before all this sort of. Yeah, this was like this was earnest, right? Yeah, this was way before any of this. If you want to call it a movement, it was way before that, and and he was getting he was getting a lot of like pushback in the church just talking about it. Dude, the first time you and I ever recorded a podcast, it was it never got published because we didn't know how because we didn't have anchor. Oh yeah, anchor. And um, but that was I remember we were walking back from the coffee shop back to your church and we were talking about our voting experience from last time. No the way. Day, yes, it was the it wow. was the day after Trump got elected. Like that was look at that. Wow. Wow. All right, Mark, send us away. Thank you for sharing your voting experience. Get out and vote, everybody. Don't let them shout you down. Vote your vote your conscience up and down the ballot. Or don't. If your conscience says don't vote, that's uh that's you being a (laughs) conscientious objector. Yeah. Oh, I'll say this, man. I'm there was stuff on the ballot. I had no clue what it was. I didn't vote yes or no one. I just left it blank. I'm like, I don't know what this is. I'm gonna leave it blank. My wife so, did a bunch of research on different local candidates that we should should not vote for. But I'm going to choose one that I vote against her on so that I can be happy if my person wins over her person. I can hold her head. <laughs> That's funny. And then he makes like some stupid law about, you know, not podcasting. Oh, yeah, that'd be bad. We're All right, good. Mark. <laughs> give us a final... Give us our uh, final word. What do you What do you want to say to everybody before we go? I guess you know this episode is a little bit different. We we did talk about some things that are yeah we're more, edgy. We really we yeah. have if anyone listens, we have the potential of getting under their skin with this one. Yeah, I know. Yeah, this will definitely upset some people. And I'll, I'll I'll say this. Um, it doesn't matter who you are or what you are. It just matters that you are. All right. <laughs> Thanks, Mark. That is I don't know Mr. what you call. You're telling Thanks me to send them in. off. I don't know what to say. I'm just. This I'll is be a great day. Posting my 66 days to flatten the curve on Mark Andrews. Hashtag oh yeah. I, be in pursuit of good. I'm gonna be in pursuit of good. My own. For and your own purposes. We will both lose 30 more pounds, and Mark will look like an emaciated. I would like to lose. Oh, I want to get. I want to get under two hundred. How many more pounds? Well, what are you at now? I'm at two twenty. Dude, just do it. Get down to one ninety. You can do that. Do it. Come on, do it. Come on, I... man. Come on, man. <laughs> I want to get a board where we can do sound effects on this podcast. Oh, That's what I want. Oh my gosh. Come okay. on, come man. on. I'm gonna man. have the whole top row will be different times. He said, "Come on, man." dude bless that man i love the last debate where trump started doing like schoolyard uh voice imitations of him talking (laughs) i almost remember i remember the the table the the kitchen table yeah dude oh my gosh good thing we didn't podcast after that i i'd wanted to leave this country man i was so over no where are you gonna go where are you gonna go? Who 
built the cages, Joe. Who built the cages, Joe? <laughs> like, like who, people are going to even understand who, anything. Who built the cages, Joe? You know, there. <laughs> There's there's one interaction I keep reminding people about from back when he was a, a candidate, and it was with Megyn Kelly, who is now oddly like pro-Trump now, which is I guess shows his ability to win people over, unless you're sixty percent of the nation. <laughs> Where he goes, she goes, Trump, you're on record calling. This fits in perfectly with our with our topic today. Okay, Trump, you're oh, on you're on record calling women fat pigs ugly slobs and blow and she, she keeps going he interrupts she goes only rosie o'donnell <laughs> yeah all right that's the podcast thanks for tuning in hey what find us on anchor.fm see y'all bye pod welcome to pod pod podcast pod in the cast so death to us part two friends this is Sorry I Missed Your Call, phone a podcast to dedicated to friendship, welcome, payphones, and social justice. Please leave your message after the tone.